0: Well, what happened was uh steam's always had a weird relationship with censorship yeah where uh like you can just straight put game you can you, you, you can of course just straight put alien Titty in your game yep as long as it's you know like a purple girl go- purple girl and you're like really wealthy yeah but if you uh Put it in like a game that is not like ninety percent shooting people, mm-hmm. and you're not you're not BioWare, you're not like some other studio, you're not right. s- not Duke Nukem or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to go through these really weird sensors, which apply. They like only sort of look at what's in your. I think th- it feels a lot like they only s- sort of look at what's what's in your game. They mm-hmm. care a lot more about whatever's on your, uh, advertising copy, essentially. Um, if you ha- if you want, uh, one of the th- things that, uh, Steam has for like wanting, um, a, uh, banner that, that people can put on their profile pages or st- sure. stuff like that. Uh, they'll, they'll come crack down a lot harder on you, on your sh- like having a bikini girl or something there. That's wild. Not, like, exclusively exclusive, as not so far, just anything that's sort of pinup ish Sure. A little bit too pin ish Um, what they did, uh, though, in this case, was as far as I can tell, someone reported them. Uh, someone reported a bunch of creators, um, who had those similar, similar games that mm-hmm. were, um, Made by people who didn't have buckets of cash, uh, and right. who were explicitly making the game about a romantic relationship or, enga- or, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Or just anime titties and a puzzle game.
0: I mean, I mean yes, that, that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the, what, what, <laughs> romantic,
1: romantic relationship. Of. It's very romantic. Um, I mean the passion I, I, I'm, for the titties. I'm, yeah, passion for anime titties. Yeah, I'm not I'm not devaluing that at all. It's uh it's just one of those things where it's like you uh So with this specific thing, the like I mean steam being Steam, aside from like the fact that they're kind of so real quick. Hey everyone, welcome to the damn woods. Uh I'm Jake have got Dolores on and we are already talking about the latest hilarious steam bullshit. Um so the anyway, so y- yeah, you you get Steam's thing where they they seem to performatively care about nudity or whatever, right? Uh, as unless you are a company that makes them millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's always it's also always like about the anime titty in particular. Sure. Like if you're drawn with uh, like that's. As far as I can tell, it's because they report that much that much more, um, yeah. because it's considered like extra risque or something. Because oh, it's, I don't know why, but if you have a realistic a uh, thing with realistic art, um you know, Unity freaking a Unity asset flip or whatever. Right, right. If you have a Unity asset flip going on, mm-hmm. and someone can whip out their dick in it like which you know. i think that was the case for Pride night, you yeah. can get away with that just fine, but if like uh anime today is just no
1: nope it's a it's a it's a weird double standard um i mean steam is it steams so they're kind of incomprehensible most of the time anyway um right but the i mean the the i guess the the thing that interested me was how this happened uh the reporters. Used, like generic. I want to say like, like very like hyper generic versions of like weird third wave angry like third wave feminist like slogans. But ended up being, like a religious fundamentalist group.
0: Oh yeah, that's really normal, actually. Um, Is that fucking normal? That's fucking bizarre as shit. <laughs> uh, no, it, I, I mean okay. So Enco- the you're thinking of Encos. Mm -hmm. National Center on on Sexual Exploitation. Yeah, yeah, and they're the ones who like they sort of took credit for it. I don't know if they uh, actually caused it per se, Mm. but they took credit for it. So everyone's just you know saying, "Okay, yeah, the terrorist organization, ideological terrorists." Right. What you're saying
1: is ISIS over here.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just yeah. Probably.
1: Probably Um, them. (laughs) They're gonna say they did anyway.
0: Yeah. Um and it's just it's actually pretty normal. Um back in the 1980s there are a bunch of laws passed oh, yeah. that were backed by uh extreme radical feminists who would go, go on to become uh like like uh, there were lesbian separatists in the 1960s and 1970s yeah. and at first they were like sort of supporting generically of women and um then this, like, extreme breakaway fact- faction led by types like Andrea Dworkin, uh, who you don't know, but... No, I don't. A <laughs> great, not a great person. Okay. Um, uh, definitely, like, doing the Kill All Men thing before oh, e- fun everyone fun. else thought of it. Uh,
1: right, that was her brand, and everyone else just stepped yeah. on it. Oh, man, Radical, Rude! Rad- Rude! <laughs>
0: Yeah, so these radical feminists uh, team up with, in the 1980s or so, with uh, extreme right-wing persons, mm-hmm. um, Protestants, Evangelicals, the, that mm. sort of thing.
1: Those villains, as usual, the Protestants. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they get a bunch of shit censored. Yeah. Um. They, they pass a bunch of porn uh, anti porn laws. Right. And that's like that's actually so that's actually business as usual. Oh yeah. This, it's, it's, it's it's like the fascist communist synthesis Right. Except, right. The the
1: red round alliance. <laughs> the the red brown alliance.
0: Except just with this fucking <laughs> bizarre thing. It's not like Baptists and bootleggers were like these two organizations support for different reasons right they have the same reason they hate they hate sexuality right they, um but it's just weird in how distant they are normally in politics but until um,
1: this comes up
0: <laughs> yeah um
1: or someone might have a dungeon and a dragon <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's just just very particular uh and This is sometimes the the, the sort of legal and cultural battles that arose from this were sometimes referred to as the uh, lesbian sex wars.
1: That's Is that a real, like, one, that sounds extremely rad. Two, uh, we may actually be technically in the best timeline if we had something like that happen. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, the 1970s and 1980s, uh, lesbian sex wars, um, also called the feminist sex wars. Sure. And basically it's between positive, sex positive, and sex negative feminists.
1: I'm just, I'm completely blown away that I, of all people, have somehow missed something called the lesbian sex wars. Uh... (sighs) It's god. much
0: more boring. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just saying. Like you think, like something like that. Like if I saw that on a like a a page somewhere, I'd be like, oh, click. Um, yeah, no, that's oh my god, how ridiculous! That's funny. That, I mean, yeah. like it's it's you you it it becomes understandable as soon as you see the approach like both groups take, and that is you know, you yeah. you can't. I don't like that thing you're doing. Stop it. It doesn't Maybe. affect me, but stop it. <laughs> you just like fuck off. Yeah.
0: A lot of the uh, complaints about these anime games, uh, in particular, is that they have a lot of them have patches essentially, which modify yeah, yeah. the content. To the the R eighteen patches.
1: Yeah, and more titty. Yeah.
0: And the thing is that, like, they sometimes they charge for the patch sometimes or companies actually charge for the patch itself just like to add, like have be able to verify right um but usually they just it's it, it's hot coffee all over again yeah where, like you're modifying the content of the game yes, they made the things so that you can modify it um, <laughs> in that way easily right but the question arises like, you're always going to have this situation where people mod in dicks into elder Everything. scrolls online why right. why is this suddenly bad
1: right I and mean, it, it's it's going to be that way forever like it's it's that right. way it's like you know as soon as people were able to conceivably put tits in a game they were like <sighs> i put tits in this game mm-hmm. it's, a, it's it's a, it's a first order action <laughs> yeah
0: and it's just like it, the the reason that they're 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 complaining is essentially because it's actually like as far as I can tell, what they actually hate is that it actually like features sex that is supposed to be enjoyed in some way. Right. Like it's often focused on like the juice enjoyment, but there's also stuff like um... There's this is like I mean, there's this cute. Cute girls kissing girls type stuff Right. As well. Let's back out the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, kindred spirits on the on the roof, and just like, why, why is this getting heat for
1: any amount of things?
0: It's it's, it's basically just because they can't imagine a world where this doesn't lead to horrible things. Where depicting. Like they 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 call themselves they'll sometimes call themselves lesbians or feminists or pro lesbian or whatever, but they can't actually imagine a world where depicting girls kissing girls is not a horrible thing. They're just completely devoured mentally by that sort of anti sex mentality.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the lesbian separatist mindset, if you will.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's weird to me just because it's like, it's, it, it, it's weird to me because, like, you can't, they won't actually allow people to express their positive sentiments towards the feminine form in any way either.
1: Right. No, and that's, it's, that is, it's a thing that, you know, most, most dudes grapple with at some point in time at, you know, several points in time, typically. Um,
0: Daily, perhaps. Yeah, well, you
1: know, depends on, (laughs) depends on the crowd you're around, but probably. Um, And it's, it's, it is to the, I'd say to the detriment of their movement, but, uh, their movement seems to be just them being crazy with each other and then eventually being crazy at other people for brief amounts of time and then back. And, like, you know, we've, we 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 kind of briefly touched on, like, stuff like the 80s moral panics, the, like, the satanic panic stuff. Yeah. Like, there was, there was a time, like, thankfully, uh, people are fairly insulated from, you know what I mean? Like, no one's going to jail for making Honey Pop. Mm-hmm um whereas in the 80s they had, they were, people were not nearly as insulated from it and it 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 did the wildfire spread where it was like oh this person is the head of a satanic sex cult and you're just like nope do not right. <laughs> and uh so that's that's at least good there <laughs> no. I mean it's kind of
0: funny it's it's kind of funny when they mentioned like people getting that having days cuz it's like Thinking, hmm, what was that furry comic that, or that, that furry comic about a uh, hooker that I remember being released in the 1980s? What was it?
1: I I, did, I missed this one. This is not. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm sure it was actually in the 1990s since, like, sure. you know, whatever. Matter. But,
1: that's uh, it's something. Man, I was. So. And, and to prepare for this episode, I looked at a bunch of goofy shit on Steam for a while. And uh, I was just like, all right, people will pay for a lot of things, apparently. And then I found, like, what I didn't know was that the the furry community also got it on this game mm-hmm. on Steam, no less. Yeah. And I was just like, my yeah. God, that was, a, oh, yeah. that was a black hole I went down for about 20 minutes. And I was just like, and we're receding back, running away a little bit. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you yeah. know,
0: whatever. Uh it's Yeah.
1: yeah. It's not um, my junk, so I don't care. <laughs> 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 like quite literally. Um uh, I on, like you know, and that's that is one of the the show's many slogans is mind your own fucking business. Mm-hmm. And we we will stick by that forever. Uh so the initial conception of this episode uh before all this steam stuff kind of kicked off and became uh, a hilarious shit show uh was dolores uh writes and edits uh on a variety of subjects uh and knows an amount about tabletop game design Mhm
0: yeah I always, like have read a lot well, at least I have read way too fucking much about like. <laughs> mm-hmm desire dissections of their own work and such like that.
1: I can't even, I can't imagine how exciting that must be. <laughs> that, that sounds like it, it's either going to be the most boring mechanical thing on the planet or someone being totally neurotic about it, right? Right. They're just like, I can't believe I published this, what have I done? <laughs> this is a war crime. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I've read a fair amount about traditional games. I've been playing them for quite a while at this sure. point. Um, S-
1: Six thousand years.
0: Played most editions of D anD D no. and most editions of like Rule of Darkness shit. And oh man! I think I think I don't know what the actual first edition of Shadow and I touched was. Like, if I touched 3rd edition first, or if I touched 2nd edition first. I think it was 2nd edition. Sure. <laughs> and so, I've, so I played 2nd, 3rd, 4th edition of Shadow and like, you know, all that sort of shit. <laughs> but I have to ask, um... Mm-hmm. The Damn The Yeah, yeah. Does this feature hell trance or something like that? What? <laughs> Infernal animated trees. Do you have them here?
1: Uh, well, I mean, it's more of a metaphorical thing, but mm. I, if okay. if we could, we probably would. Uh, it honestly does sound pretty aesthetically functional, and definitely not dangerous and weird. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a tree almost fall on me like this week. Otherwise, no, 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 no planned assassinations from the, uh, the forest yet. But yeah, so, no, <laughs> wild.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is I, I should, I should stat up some damn woods. Yeah. I mean, f-
1: feel free, feel free to implement them in your games or whatever, just to really confuse other people.
0: <laughs> Actually, what addition is the game that you're in right now?
1: uh fifth edition mm. we are I think that starts in like June it'll uh, be interesting it'll be uh we like it was one of those things where it was like I, I think the guy running the game is running he's finishing out his other game
0: mhm,
1: and um uh, we all rolled up characters, chatted about it, forgot about it for three weeks, and then <laughs> we're like hey i made a thing and then boom and then we planned out for i think june something like that it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see how that goes down um we all kind of had what was great was like i was you know i, I was asked you like i was like hey what should i do for backstory stuff uh yeah. i'm dumb and then i like blacked out and wrote a very very bad story and it turns out I'm, everyone else was like i wrote a paragraph and i was like fuck you guys <laughs>
0: I mean, I looked at it and it seemed fine to me.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it was... Yeah. <laughs> like One of the first things we talked... Like, you and I talked about personally, I think... One of the first things I remember talking to you about, I guess, was class design. And with regards to specifically, like, D&D fighters and rogues.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's it's... Like uh oh yeah. It's like fifth edition. Um mm-hmm. it feels like a lot of it okay, for one, fifth edition is just sort of poorly written because I mm-hmm. wasn't able to figure out like when you use a bonus action for the longest for the longest time. Sure. Uh, just for attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but Fifth edition is like it made casters a little bit. It made our casters a little worse relative to what they used to be. Right. But it didn't really fix the problem, which is basically that. Yeah, low level. um, Essentially, at low level, people, um, rogues and fighters have enough abilities to like fill out their. A decent kit. Yeah. And then, as... But the problem is that wizards just keep getting spells. Clarices yes. just keep getting spells. And they keep and being insane. Yeah, I mean, the spell The spell is, like... Each spell alone well, doesn't seem like a big deal. But then you notice that at, like, 5th level or whatever, you, you gain a 1st level spell, 2nd level spell, a 3rd level spell. And it's like... Yeah, first soul spells don't matter as much anymore, but it's still more. It's still, yeah. still more effectiveness. And
1: yep, you just per keep day. getting yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's a, I mean, it's, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like I think like I think it, maybe initially part of it was like, hey, you know, if you can power through being a wizard for the first six levels, guess yeah. what? You get to kick ass finally. Uh, but yeah, no, it's 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 one of those things that I was surprised has has like wizards hasn't fixed.
0: It's um like it's not going to be fixed in fifth edition. Nothing's going to no. fixed in fifth edition because, not. um, essentially they went through they they blew the lot in fourth edition, and this is like <laughs> an internal politics on Wizards of the Coast, uh, uh, uh Wizards of the Coast thing, where, um. They actually probably had a decent game at one point for 4th edition. They probably had a decent game, like, of one of the 5th edition playtests, but, uh, they didn't have. They had a skeleton crew on 5th edition. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's like they went down from, like, having 100 people or whatever in their department down to, like, 10 or so. Oh, wow. Um, and lots of them are doubling up on certain duties. Sure. So um, it's really basically just Mike Merles and a few and a few bros writing <laughs> shit and <laughs> pretending they're this big operation when they're really, really not.
1: That's wild. I had no idea. I remember like 4th edition happened and there was the glut of content <laughs> for 4th edition. Like it yeah. was everywhere.
0: Uh, yeah, oh. they still had to downsize a lot for 4th edition. Um, but what they what they wanted to do was they wanted to make like a million dollars a year on on D and I mean, who wouldn't? And <laughs> yeah, um, not a million dollars. It's something like that. They promised that they could make this really big investment for Hasbro, um, mm. or mm-hmm. Hasbro would cut funding to them. Oh because no. Um, you know, previously, Wizards of the Coast got money and went got to do whatever the fuck it wanted. Yeah. And this created a lot of weird shit, uh, like, they made some weird games with this in their spare time. But then, uh, Wizards got taken aside and told by Hasbro essentially, yeah, you're going to now Tr- we're going to deal with each of your brands separately,
1: oh um
0: that's
1: so like what well, that's magic d and d and yeah. that's it right
0: uh, f- yeah, like basically they had a few other ones, um, uh WizKids
1: or whatever right
0: um, no was Wiz- Wiz- they, they I don't think they owned WizKids at the moment, but they like uh fucking had. They had other properties um, sure. that they stopped basically stopped producing. Um, like, fucking, uh, they'd made these weird random CCGs and miniatures games. Oh yeah, they're miniatures games. Lines, right. Uh, d and and miniatures and, and DreamBlade and stuff like that. They... Stuff you couldn't even name. Um, right
1: that much stuff.
0: <laughs> they basically had all those taken out back and shot. Oh. Uh, D&D was told essentially, yeah, you have to um, now uh, shape up and become a really valuable product for us or you're fucking gone. And what happened was they fucking failed. Uh, <laughs> they were going to uh, make this the DDI subscription Dungeons and Dragons Insider mm-hmm. into this really profitable sh- thing. Oh yeah. And what happened was uh, early on the guy who. Uh, was working on that. They apparently only had one guy, basically. Was, <laughs> Good lord. Um. um implementing that. Uh, they're. They're gonna make like a virtual tabletop, essentially. Yeah. And that person, their lead uh, on that project, did a murder-suicide.
1: Oh! Well, alright. I mean, you know? Yeah. uh,
0: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Terminated the project abruptly. So, like, I kind of feel like they sort of... It's sort of justifiable that they didn't uh, turn around in time. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, they sh- they didn't then just hire them hire a person and then just fucking move on. They didn't do <laughs> what they could have done, sure. which was like, "Hey, map tool or whatever the fuck, make your shit for us." Right. Um, and they could have easily thrown some money at someone. And they wanted to have, like, this totally integrated virtual tabletop, Dungeons and Dragon Insider, mm-hmm. you know, just everything on I their hearing site. hearing about that. Yeah. And it was going to be, like, super valuable. Uh, they, they still managed to sell DDI Insider subscriptions, even though they ha- didn't have the virtual tabletop, which is right. frankly amazing to me.
1: Um, yeah, I think I think the only thing they had like the only I only I ever saw them have running up up and running was like the character designer and mm-hmm. access to back issues of fucking dragon.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's basically it and it's it's like i i I had no idea that there is like so much demand for a character generator that people would pay every month for it
1: yeah for like, for one that you i mean i I suppose there's demand for one that is like uh, easy to use and, 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 and fully in, integrated with the system you know but yeah, yeah it turns out <laughs> fuck I just
0: apparently it, it wasn't even like it was like a, it wasn't even like a super good one it just no. was one that didn't fucking break
1: uh, right <laughs> and it was one that had every, it had up-to-date rules all the time
0: yeah that's basically it
1: yeah, I think and then, we had it for like one or two games one of our one of our dudes had the subscription Mm -hmm. And it was always just kind of like, all right, this is uh, something else. Um, I will say like D&D Beyond seems to be doing pretty well and they're they're successfully pushing that product with uh, stuff like uh, the Twitch shows. Mm -hmm. I mean, you've all seen Critical Role. We've all seen... We've we've probably seen Penny Arcade's thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, they definitely seem like they're getting... This cultural basis going even in spite of having a totally shit product. Uh, otherwise, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, not, not 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 knocking on d and beyond for our fifth edition. It's just sure. like it was literally made by ten by ten guys sticking around with whatever.
1: Let's, let's what? make third edition, but streamlined.
0: Uh, <laughs> Sure, streamlined, whatever. It actually I mean, has more more text in the books. Sure, every single book has with more text. It does less
1: with it. That's funny. Um, I meant like for what for it's worth, I meant like during play, fifth edition feels pretty quick. Oh uh, yeah, like yes. that's that's um, kind of what I meant. Not like I'm I'm sure there's like uh, needless word bloat all over the place, but. You know, right. What are you going to do?
0: Well, <sighs> what happens is that there's a lot of text in it that like there's a lot of text that is just so unclear that sure. the DM has to make a ruling on it. Right. And so it actually results in this weird thing where you just stop paying attention to the text, uh, to a certain degree, and you just do whatever the DM says. And that actually is quicker than <laughs> having <laughs> arguments. Yes. Yeah. Um they did they did do some like mathematical streamlining of shit, which did turn out well. But
1: eh. to get more to the more to I guess the point of what what I initially meant to discuss about that right so we have like um at least in D 5 or you know maybe in D in general maybe fantasy rpgs in general right uh mm-hmm. where uh we have two classes that are like you know what fighters do you know what rogues do you know what whatever um every other class has one to two like super well defined niches beyond a guy who stabs people you know mm-hmm. or pick yeah. someone and stabs people um uh, mm-hmm. And uh, that is kind of where Fighter and Rogue have been left
0: yeah it it's basically just this thing where it's the thing is basically that they're drawing on these characters that um it's Fighter and Rogue are really basically drawing on characters like Father and the gray master master and. Um, but what, whatever, everything, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, um, characters which actually have a thematic conception addra- ad- addressed to them, yeah. um, have a lot more freedom of what sort of abilities you can write to- for them. Even if it's not just magic, even if it's just like, oh, I'm Conan the Barbarian, I get a- really angry yeah. and do. Badass shit as a result of getting really angry.
1: I get so mad um, a bear comes out. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, you you can justify that sort of thing. Um, sure. You can argue for that, and you get like, yeah. I not only stab shit. I also like know the nature of things. Sure. But um,
1: mm. I'm connected to some some form of something <laughs> something something beyond. I'm a guy with an axe or I'm a guy with a sword or a knife or whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Basically, like, in the, uh, fucking... In, in the books that the char- kind of Fire Archive draws on, they're... They have to solve problems, like, with ingenuity, which is something that you don't really have as a character trait, really? F- no. For character... I mean...
1: Thieves maybe. Eh- or rogues, yeah. maybe I should say, but.
0: yeah. I mean, you can kind of say, "Oh yeah, you can still solve problems with like cleverness and wit at the table." But what happens is that you basically are telling fighter players, "Oh yeah, if you think tw- think and act, if if you think twice as hard around problems, you can do half <laughs> as much as they do."
1: Right, because you don't have the mechanical benefit of a class thing.
0: Yeah, you don't have any support, essentially, for that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, like, you don't have... And they, they stripped, stripped away, like, the one one of the bigger benefits that Fires actually had, which was that they actually got to the, uh... If memory serves, they actually got henchmen really early, compared to our classes. Um...
1: Which honestly they, sounds rad.
0: Yeah, they had uh, lots of lots of tiny dudes following them around, which, I mean, that's not great, but it was more than like, jack shit.
1: It was more than expanded crit range.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and a fucking, a fucking fuck crit, all critical abilities because they're like saying, (laughs) yeah, one in twenty of your attacks matters more. Right. Big fucking move.
1: (laughs) Uh, that is, it's an interesting thing, like, I've I've played in systems that don't really have a crit, or don't really have, like, that much of a, uh, like, a... If the crit thing is there, it's it's pretty small. And that it, it, they end up being, like, at least in my experience, mechanically, like, the combat ends up being a little more... I don't know, it ends up being pretty smooth compared to, like, if someone is a fucking... Like, built their character around, like... Oh, my crit range is now 15 to 20, and everyone suffers. <laughs> um, but, you know.
0: It's always weird to me because, like, essentially, if you say, okay, if you say you do double damage sure. um, 1d6 plus, like, a fucking fighter, so you get 1d10 plus 5. I think we're still doubling strength damage. So, you deal 2d10 plus 10. That sounds really awesome. That's a gain of 10 damage on 1 in 20 attacks if you expand your crit range for another one. Sure. Um, and so, you're essentially saying that you gain 0.5 damage on every roll. Right. Average. And, like, that doesn't sound like an ability to write home about.
1: No, it doesn't sound and yet extremely they will fun. <laughs>
0: say, like this is the best thing ever, man. Right. Just it's it's
1: a it's a uh, well, I mean D&D 5 thankfully kind of took away the the trap feet thing. Right. Where sort of. Sort of. I mean there's still feats, but there's fewer that are like obvious traps. Like you're like mm. right. Like you know when you, when someone else like a normal like a, someone who's either uh, doesn't Doesn't think about, doesn't think their their class stuff through when they they're making a character or whatever. They see oh I like I would like improve criticals or whatever and you're like it's trap <laughs> you've been tricked sir. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, that said, um, there are oh. I don't know it's it's, it's it's so to kind of escape from the D and D world. Um, there. Well, I just want to
0: say one more thing about. Go, that, yeah, go, go, yeah, go ahead. You're fine. Which is that in third edition, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people uh, railed on Monte Cook for the, this particular essay in which he justifies, like, essentially trap feats, like toughness. Um, okay. And there definitely were feats that people simply did not do the math on properly mm-hmm. because what is editing? What is doing mm-hmm. the math? Um, Why would you do math?
1: Math's for nerds. <laughs> okay.
0: The idea the idea behind that essay that people railed on was that these their s- feats are supposed to have this particular use case sure. where you do take them. And like the toughness feat, for instance, is the specific case here of taking the toughness feat is when you're like a one-shot first level game and you're a wizard, so you have four hit points right. and you want three more. To like fucking double your health range because you don't want to fucking get gimped on the first round of combat.
1: Right. <laughs> you don't and want to so get taken out by a CR one half creature.
0: <laughs> CR one four more like. I mean, just yeah. Fucking. I was being nice. Slain by, slain by an angry cat.
1: <laughs> yeah. And peasants versus cats. Here we go.
0: And just that was basically. <laughs> It you're supposed to have these feats that work sometimes at least, but sure. Um,
1: that work all for trap
0: feats were basically yeah. All their <laughs> trap feats are basically just people not doing the math though, <laughs> which I, fe- I, I, I I haven't actually like done an intensive study of fifth edition, but there's definitely feel <clears throat> like trap options sort of
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. I think, uh, well, so for what it's worth, I think depending on the game you're in, there's definitely trap options, you know? Yeah. Like there's, uh, if you, if you're in a game that is combat heavy, taking a, uh, you know, one of your subclass things that is, uh, not combat heavy at all, you know, yeah. you're, you're going to not perform in that, that regard. <laughs> um, it's kind of a know your audience yeah. thing, I guess. So when let's <clears throat> see so moving over to like uh stuff like world so i never i you know i have somehow avoided ever playing any anything in the world of darkness universe um mm-hmm. somehow uh that always seemed like like whenever i've cause i've read about it i've seen you know obviously we've seen the the movies nebulously based on it um mm-hmm. you know it's just one of those things that always seemed kind of like <clears throat> a different game than anyone I knew was running. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you, I guess what kind of what kind of things do you think are systematically? I guess what kind of design flaws do you think run like happen there in games that are like I would say like they're more story focused.
0: Um, they're supposed to be story-focused here. Uh, what happens is that... What happens is that... They kind of... Just rolled with whatever sort of system they could find at the time, um, which was basically dice pool system. It's very similar to the one in Shadowrun, mm-hmm. um, and they didn't really have like a very solid idea of what would actually help in terms of like narrative, um, like helping people tell stories. So what happened was that they had this system that was sort of adap- adapted for running uh, dudes. Walk into a building and blow shit up and maybe steal some stuff. Mm -hmm. And surprisingly, a lot of people wind up playing a game that has bunch of vampire dudes walk into a building and blow shit up and steal some stuff. Hmm. Probably shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while having this thing is like it's branded for like it, angst and brood, and everyone's just
1: yeah. People Everyone's, are
0: complaining that's about vampire superheroes or whatever, but it's like this is the fuck. it's the fucking nineties. You got Blade <laughs> coming out. Right. Like, what do you fucking expect? Um
1: More importantly, where, when do we get the, the Blade tabletop game? That's the real question. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: That's a joke, don't worry um, about it. No one actually wants that. <laughs> I'm sure there's at least mm. one to two people out there. Wesley Snipes being one of them wants it. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe I should work on the, that.
1: Maybe. I mean, get, get Snipes to fund get it. Get my day Walker in. hmm. Uh, you know about like his blade <laughs> fan fiction book, right? Um, I do
0: not actually. No, that's <laughs> oh, news to me.
1: Wesley Snipes is a published author. Uh, with a character that's definitely not Blade, but is in fact a black half vampire who hunts other vampires. Ah, uh, I see. Definitely not Blade. Definitely a published author. Love it. It's honestly one of the best things. To, to, anyway, I saw that on the internet and I was like, this has to be a joke. And then I was like, looking around, I'm like, not a joke. Yes. <laughs> I have not read it, but I'm sure it's uh, literary masterpiece.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it, I used, I mean, I used to be sort of on the fanfictions trash train, but like over the years I've, I've become like increasingly sympathetic to the idea that fanfiction can actually be better than the original work. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, and certainly no worse, as in the case of um fucking Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. which started life as a Twilight Fan fiction Are you the serial f- numbers written off. What <laughs> Yeah, you haven't heard that? No It was basically just straight up Twilight Fan fiction. Except uh, extremely about fucking
1: Right. Um, as it were.
0: At the at the serial numbers rubbed off, and so it's like, I uh, I I have some beefs with Fifty Shades of Grey, but I also have some beefs with Twilight. So I mean,
1: reasonable. clearly
0: there has been no actual reduction in quality here.
1: No, no, I would say I would say no. You're probably correct about that. I'd say Fifty Shades of Grey and Twilight are probably about the same quality. Mm-hmm.
0: Um.
1: I, uh, so I successfully avoided those movies, uh, (laughs) I think until the first year we did the show, uh, because I found out that, um, the mystery science theater guys did their, their bit to them. And I was like, well, let's watch these shitty, (laughs) shitty movies. And we did.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, I, you have my sympathies. Uh, I have never actually seen them.
1: They're like super awkward to watch. (laughs) Like, mm -mm. uh, the, so like the, like, let me, you know, quick, quick, you know, I, since I am a a guy with a a movie podcast where I shout opinions, uh, like Mm -hmm. imagine they put like, I don't know, 10 actors in a room and then told them to space out their interactions with each other by like six seconds a piece. Mhm and that is what the entire thing is like except with more brooding and crying and a lack of personality on all parts. Mm. Like they, they they the 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 mystery science guys have a a fucking a running gag through all of the movies because there's so much silence in between lines where they're just like line and it just it it gets out of hand. Because you're just like, it's the fifth movie, and they haven't noticed this yet. Or someone's doing it intentionally, and they need a smack. (laughs) I I mean... It's rough.
0: They've got to pat out those myths somehow, right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah. Because I, like, so I've, once also, I have successfully avoided ever reading those books, or the Fifty Shades books, or anything like that, because, Mm -hmm. you know... If I'm gonna read something, it's not gonna be that. Uh, partially because I'm not a 16 year old girl. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, I, I think I think Twilight was. Uh, I, I think that this they they were both actually more oriented more um, at people who uh, Stephanie Meyer was herself, uh, like <laughs> um, you know 20s, 30s, sure. Mormon
1: moms. Ah. It's quite the market.
0: It, it it apparently sells a lot of books. It like,
1: sells a ton.
0: <laughs> I, I,
1: I imagine it's the same market that buys, like, the books with Fabio on the cover. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yes, and in fact, it is. It is.
1: <laughs> Which, you know, I'm not... No hate for Stephanie Meyer. She's, you know, she's she's made money, and she's found a market where she is loved and respected by millions of people who don't know about how to make your, you know, what good characters sound like. I mean,
0: I actually have seen, like, a thing on the internet which explains that it's not that, like, it's not like the writing is trying to be horrible, it's actually just accurate in depicting <laughs> um, the ideal man according to Mormon beliefs. Essentially,
1: that's rough.
0: And so that, like, uh, yeah, I'll, sh- I'll show it to you. It's the called the uh, okay. LDS LDS Sparkle Dameron.
1: Oh no! Oh, my god! That sounds awful. I can't wait. Uh, so <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I wonder I, I kind of wonder if uh, like World of Darkness incidentally had like a, a brief explosion among that crowd. They're like, I fucking love vampires, I can't get enough of this media. Oh god.
0: <laughs> um you know Um I think the only reason it hasn't is because that crowd like I think the only isn't it hasn't because it's because that crowd doesn't uh necessarily have time as much for sure the D- for like the D to get there so much mm-hmm. uh but maybe I I definitely have noticed that like there's certain there, there's a certain type of person who is attracted to vampire and yeah probably
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> um we had a uh... When we were in college up here thousands of years ago uh one 1 million years ago uh we had a uh we'd be up at night because we were irresponsible and the only other people who were ever out evenings with like in the same places we were were the we we somehow managed to have like the same like, we the same schedule as the people who played the local world of darkness game and so it was it was like Broadcasting dudes and engineering nerds in Denny's across from the 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 like the, the fifteen goths in, in Alaska. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it was always this weird like, huh. Why aren't you guys asleep? <laughs> weird.
0: <laughs> Whoa. Well, yeah, um Vampire Larpros are definitely uh, a distinct crowd as well uh, mm-hmm. within, within the greater fan park community
1: yeah uh,
0: because it takes like it takes a certain amount of it takes a certain amount of self-absorption like just like mm-hmm. the, the willing to be, willingness to be dramatic mm-hmm. I guess I should say that it's a,
1: like, a nice way to put it <laughs>
0: <laughs> to portray oneself as a vampire in the first place, uh, uh, who is constantly tortured by the gradual loss of their humanity and so on and so forth, uh, it, it takes a lot more <laughs> than put on the trench coat for real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> and and walk around.
1: Like I don't know if it's like a stigma associated with the fact that like you know, you, the way you design certain characters, uh, like, you know, for any game, not just vampire, whatever. Right. So like certain characters you design, uh, how far up your own ass do you want to be as a character? Cause like there's, there's the guys who come to the table with the like tragic backstory and the whole bit. And you're just like, all right, but dial it back. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's interesting to see as like a, as cause, you cause know, I've, I've run a few games and as a player, I've seen it more often than not to the left and right of me where I'm just like. The fuck are you doing? <laughs>
0: yeah, tragic backstories. Like, it's funny that I've actually seen um, one of the things that I actually saw, like, in uh, speaking of LARP. Yeah, uh, sure. In uh, the Nero rules, mm-hmm. um, they actually ban backstories that are too tragic
1: from the game. <laughs> That's excellent. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not usually one to advocate for banning anything, but that's, uh, that's pretty great. See, CC, see,
0: you can't mention rape.
1: Oh, well, that's also reasonable.
0: I mean, and, and you can't mention it. It can't happen in your backstory. And so it's like, yeah.
1: I mean, uh, you're, you're playing with other people, you know, fucking dial it back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like it's it's one of those things like you know it's it's, it's 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 you know be aware of your audience and if you don't know who your audience is uh just be safe with your bullshit. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's just funny to me to like actually read. It's a, actually just read the rules text. And mm-hmm. say, like wow.
1: There there was a case where this happened that they had to make this ruling. Mm hmm. Um. We had yeah, I remember were, Go ahead.
0: Yeah, there yeah, there was a day that <laughs> they decided no. <laughs> a no. real
1: awkward discussion. So, uh, we're going to wrap here. Uh, Dolores, thanks for coming on and as usual, since uh, this is a show run by people who like money and like making money, plug all your stuff.
0: Yeah, um Uh I haven't pub- I haven't put out a whole lot of things yet, uh, mm-hmm. but I have, my friend has. Um, Concilium Games uh, at drive through They've made a bunch of very rules light, narrative focus games about witches and fairies and or that that kind of shit based on Ghost Echo. Um, which you know if anyone recognizes their way way too fucking deep into this role-playing shit. If you <laughs> recognize name, Ghost Echo, just... Anyways, you might as well <laughs> buy all their shit because you know how, fa- how far you've fallen.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> buy it all out <laughs> of the... Sh- have shame and buy all these things. <laughs>
0: um, and it's like as an editor uh i've touched a lot of stuff from uh speaking of like anime titty games i've <laughs> actually touched a lot of stuff from uh sekai project
1: wow that's funny like, like that's a name that i know enough because i've looked at steam's anime titty section and they they are yeah a dominant force in that section
0: yeah i, I, I i've edited a fair number of those games that's funny. Uh, I actually don't often. I actually don't often see the pictures until like much later. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like walking through this text, going like, ah oh, yes, This is probably the point at which the the player is getting a full shot of the boobs. Yeah, this is right where the here. titties
1: are. Yep, the um, the titty section, if you will.
0: Because I'm just focused on text. But yeah, um, that's funny. Buy their shit, I guess, and <laughs> keep them giving me contracts.
1: Hell yeah, that's awesome. I had a a friend made fun of me this week because I was drunk and watching some Japanese cartoon, and I sent her a gift from it, and she's like, what's this from? And I was just like, something, something, and like the two English words from the title, and she's like, you're fucking real helpful, bud. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thank you for coming on the show, Dolores. Thank you for having me here. Uh, listeners, if you are interested in more of this uh, Patreon.com slash TheDamnWoods uh, Oz and I talk about politics and the news Once a week uh, It mostly devolves into shouting um, Monday we'll have another media episode And then next Wednesday We are gonna have Fucking real deal UFO nerds and Not just like the way that we, Oz and I are Where we're like, let's make fun of aliens And also people who think Aliens are real but like dudes who put like real deal time into it. Like they've sent mm-hmm. me they've sent me a fucking document that is like it looks like a business page like it looks like you'd see it at a company. And it is the most obscene thing on the planet and I'm excited. Anyway, thank you for listening. Goodbye, I love you.